Good morning, Arizona. Um, so as we all know, I'm Miss Nightmare. This is my podcast, and it's a really stupid intro. But um, anyways, so uh, we all know that currently there is an uproar about the new Ariel, and because she's black, right? And of course, the white girls are having a total flip out moment because they wanted a true to color Ariel. And let me say this right here, right now, about like all the recent binge of fucking live action movies from the classic animated ones. If it's gonna be live, you should have seen it on Broadway. I feel like that is the only way to see these Disney ones live on Broadway. Why? Why do I specifically say Broadway? Because I'm a theater fucking snob. I used to do theater work. I am a lady, a lady of the theater. My coworker can do that in a really great voice, and, and it's fantastic. And I'm just like, I wish I could do it like that. A lady of the theater. Mm, yes, quite, quite educated in that realm of theater with an R-E, not E-R. And that's why the fuck I can say... Broadway, Broadway, Broadway's the way to go fucking see it. And as an artist, I prefer the fucking animated shit. Why? Okay, I'm gonna tell y'all what I have with the problem, what problems I have with all the binge of the classic like 90s and 89 um, animated ones all all of a sudden, you know, like, like a bunch coming together as Ooh, we're just putting them out now. Like, I feel like they're putting them out too quickly, first of all. Second of all, I'm like, come up with something fucking new. I'm sick of old shit, which y'all just, Brandon, is new shit, but it's not new shit. So I'm like, get the fuck on. But, um, okay, so this is why I'm not really about the live action ones and why I haven't really seen the live action ones and why I don't feel like seeing the live action ones, per se. Um, is because, like, as an artist... And someone who loves animated stuff, like, I love animated, like, I I love all that shit. Because as an artist, I appreciate the time it took to make those films. The time it takes to draw. I love classic art, classic animation. It is, it is, you know, an art <laughs> work in itself. That sounds dumb, but you get me. And I'm just like, they're classical. And I mean, like, I love Disney. I do. I'm like, I'm not like the white girl pumpkin spice latte Disney whore, but I do love Disney. As you guys know, I love Little Mermaid too. And as you know, like, I, I, I have... I have titles with mermaid things, and, like, I just don't want to be super specific about it on my dirty-ass podcast. Um, but, you know, you can always look at my Instagram, Mermaid Desert Rain, and find out what the fuck I'm talking about. And I'd love to get more followers, because, like, I only have, like, 93 followers, and I'm, like, sad I look like a loser. And especially because it is, like, a an official title, I'm like, oh, God, I look sad. But, um, you know, like... I, I, I do, I love Disney, I do, and it's not, I'm saying, I'm not saying that I don't like, um, some of their live action shit, but for example, I never even saw the live action of, um, the fucking Jungle Book, why? Because I enjoy the 60s Jungle Book, 
I swear it's like the 60s. Like, I enjoy that one. I'm just like, I don't... Some some things are just meant to stay, like, animated. And I'm like, you don't have to remake every fucking thing. Um, and I'm just like, come up with something fucking new. Why is it the same old shit? Like, do you guys run out of stuff? Like, it's annoying. But um, back to my main point is that, like, the artwork, the animation, the classics, you know, I love that. And that's why I'm just like, I'm much more about the animated actual versions versus like, you know, um, the recent live ones that they've been pushing out. Because now it just seems like you guys just all, they just want money and they're just like pushing these out so fucking quickly where it doesn't even seem like, eh. Um, Beauty and the Beast, for example. I mean, granted, there's been a lot of live action, like, basic Beauty and the Beast one. Like, I remember the one with, like, what, Vanessa Hutchins and, like, that one guy, the pretty blonde guy and, like, whatever that was called, Beast, I think. Like, that was good. It wasn't bad. And, as you know, I, I watch a lot of movies. So I had nothing against that. But, for instance, I still haven't seen the one with Emma Watson. Right? Emma Watson? Yes, with Hermione Granger, and mind you, I love, I love, I, I do like Emma Watson, um, I do, but the reason why I didn't really feel like fucking seeing it, honestly, is because first of all, I'm like, eh, second of all, the casting choices for Gaston kind of pissed me off because I'm like, he's not even like fucking cute. I'm pretty sure you guys could have found a much more buffer dude to play fucking Gaston who could hit that fucking vocal range. Am I right? I think fucking so. And honestly, I guess that's another job I probably would love to do as casting director. And especially for things like that, I'm just like, yeah, like, I... I'm like, come on, as a fucking cosplayer, as somebody who's cosplayed literally since, like, 2011, um, I have seen more actual normal people who look more like the animated Gaston than the one they fucking chose for the live action. I'm like, come on now, Gaston's supposed to be buff, and, you know, I guess as a cosplayer, I strive for accuracy to a point, like... Um, if you guys saw my most recent, like, I did the Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman, it was pretty fucking on point. Like, I put a lot of work into my cosplays, and so do all other cosplayers. And that's why, you know, for the live-action Beating Beast, I was like, well, what the fuck, why didn't you find someone more fucking buff? Because Gaston's supposed to be buff! And I'm like, it ruins the aesthetic of it. I'm like, he has to be fucking buff. Like, come on. And, like, cuter. Gaston's supposed to be hot and buff and just, like, the the oozing definition of masculinity of like toxic masculinity of just like he's just so manly it's disgusting but i love it that's why gaston to an extent gaston's kind of hot and you know what i fucking cosplayed gaston i mean that has anything to do with it i did the gender bender version but still i'm just like gaston has a fucking aesthetic and i just wanted the aesthetic to be matched but I guess that's what people want with this Little Mermaid. But the only reason why I'm not tripping about that is because I'm like, white people are literally, literally tripping because she's not white. And I mean, granted, I think they could have found a cuter looking Ariel. That bitch's eyes are kind of far apart. And I'm like, damn. But um, I'm just like, once again, yes, I does say it's probably better on Broadway. Like, would you not rather go see the Little Mermaid 
on fucking Broadway with probably Jody Benson with actual like Ariel, you know, like with Jody fucking Benson and the magicalness that is theater, you know? And as somebody who's worked behind the fucking stage, I can tell you it's it's so much fucking work, but it's lovely when you're sitting in the audience and everything just, you know, it's like magical and it's live and it's a different experience. And I think that's the way that, like, for example, those ones should be experienced, like the live action, like um, Lion King, for example. Um, I probably will go see Lion King just because... Yes, the casting is pretty fucking sick, so yeah, I guess. I don't like how real they look, kind of freaks me out, but um, for example, when Lion King came out and when Lion King hit Broadway, um, I remember this from my uh, staging class. I Yes, I have taken a class on staging because honestly, um, it, it said... Uh, something design and I thought it was more costume design but it was costume and set design but it wasn't like costume designing more looking into historical shit and studying things and things like that that's what my class was which I didn't know um uh, but anyways I was in it and um so you know as, as, as somebody who my degree is part part of my degree is in theater theater um I do have to know this shit, and I still know this shit, so I can tell you that when Lion King hit Broadway, it totally just opened up new avenues for, like, you know, like, puppetry, and it was just, you know, this big thing, and it just, you know, like, in the um, world of, like, puppetry and aesthetics and theater was kind of, like, and I mean, fucking Lion King was on Broadway for 50 billion years, and just, you know, just opened up avenues, it just... You know, kind of like a breathtaking kind of thing to see, you know, Lion King live. And, like, if you guys, to my pervy listeners, I know um, the other topic is are probably out of your range because you listen to me to be pervs. But for the people who don't always listen to me to be pervs, and if you haven't seen, like, you know, a show on fucking Broadway, go do it and be fucking mesmerized. I mean, like, you can say theater's gay. Theater's gay as fuck. And I'm not going to disagree. Um... <laughs> I am not, but, like, once again, if you're going to watch the live-action version, you might as well go see it on fucking Broadway, because it's going to be better. It's going to be fucking better. I'm not saying all live-actions, all Broadway shows are better than the live-actions, but, like, Broadway's an experience. Especially if you actually go to the Broadway on New York, then, yeah. Like, I saw Wicked and I saw Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. Totally sick. And I've worked on Harrisburg and I've worked on Grace Lake Community Theater. And it's still, like, they did a bomb-ass job. And actually, um, for those of you who do not know, Albuquerque Little Theater is pretty poppin'. That's where I used to um, work and stuff. But, like, Albuquerque's actually got pretty high-end theater stuff. And, of course, you know, Santa Fe and the snobs up there but you know like for being as ghetto as the Berkey is the theater community is actually pretty high-end and um a lot of people who have come out of ALT of Albuquerque Low Theater have gone on to do really big things and I mean working with those people is really talented and just you know I guess the thing with the you know seeing it live is that you also have to understand like live live that 
you don't get to like really mess up and i mean if you mess up you mess up you can't go back and like edit it and like co- like you know correct it and all that bullshit it's it's literally go time like you have to know and there's and there's literally people who have to like move around in the fucking dark and move things like within like fucking seconds all has to go and be correct and the people have to the actors have to come out and all this other shit it's like insanity to work behind the scenes of that but when you see it like you know firsthand it is like it's magical like i'm not even gonna like i'm not even being like extra as fuck and trying to be like you know whatever but it's literally it's fucking magical like i even saw like little shop of horrors like once again community theater and like it was fun it's really great like it's a really great experience that you should go out and do just to fucking broaden your horizons and not just like watch the damn live probably not that great live action ones and plus you know also i guess the other thing that pisses me off um is all the cgi i'm not really about like so much hardcore cgi so that's also why like for example with like beauty and the beast i was just like I saw what the cups looked like, and I'm like, why did you guys do that? Why didn't you guys just make it, like, a little bit, kept it more to what it looked like when it was animated? Or, like, when you see, like, the literal props, and you're just like, why didn't you guys just use, like, like, real props and then just, like, not do all fucking CGI? As an artist, as someone who also, I know I keep saying as an artist, but you guys have to understand, from my point of view, how I'm coming to these conclusions, or else you're like... Well, she sounds like a snob. Ah. No, it's because I'm, I'm an educated snob, so shut the fuck up. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. And my other theater people can probably, like, you know, my my actors, my my musicians, my other people who are in those areas of expertise, they can, you know, like, they can um, not solidify. They can bond, not bond agree with me they can agree with me because they they know they fucking know um but yeah and especially like prop makers too like for all the people who make props and stuff i'm just like from a prop standpoint for like things like being the beast i was just like ow (laughs) why i've seen better not not fucking high-end hollywood people do better jobs than making their fucking props that looked better and i'm just like why does everything have to be cgi once again as someone who's very old school too um there is just a fucking craft in having you know not using so much cgi to make it look more real sometimes it looks cheesy but sometimes it's not and it's the craft of it it's like it's the sweat and effort of it that makes it come across better across the screen if you understand what i'm saying for example um let's take i know we're getting off i'm not really getting off topic in a sagittarian way it all pulls together i promise once again get your whiteboard out but um example fright night let's look at the original versus the remake real blood and you know not real real blood but you know real like fake blood versus like all cgi even like you know like um evil dead versus like the remake and it's just like there is a beauty in having actual fakeness to it, actual like 
somebody had to apply this, somebody had to make this, somebody had to like, you know, craft it like this versus somebody sitting behind a desk and then doing that. Not saying that um, it does not take a lot of effort to do all that shit and all that CGI. It does. But sometimes you need to step the fuck away from CGI and get back in the fucking game. Just like, you know, you gotta stop fucking remaking all the movies that they already fucking made. Like, stop fucking remaking them. Stop that shit. Come out with something new. I'm done with that bullshit. Um, And don't hate on the new fucking Ariel because she black. Like, once again, I said live action is better anyways. Because you could probably, you know, go to one of the special shows when Jodie Benson's actually singing and see it live with real people in the orchestra and I know you guys be like oh my god that's just so lame well fuck you if you think it's lame as someone who played viola from like fifth to tenth grade music is not lame music is important doing all of that the arts it's so fucking important i cannot stress that enough it's fucking important that's why we still need to keep things up so people can still you know do this even though it seems um passe and everything so interweb and just computer and just it's bullshit i mean even quentin tarantino he still makes movies on film nobody makes movies on film anymore but like what happens if everything fucking crashes like we're just fucked because everything's digital and I just, you know, that's, um, I, I just, no, I can't. <laughs> I cannot, I fucking can't do it. And I'm sorry if I'm, like, throwing you guys in for, like, a whirlwind of a podcast. But I literally have so many fucking points about this. And I mean, my main point was, yeah, Broadway. Broadway's the way to do it. And, you know, I'm just, like, don't ever forget the animated versions, which are more than likely probably still gonna be better. <sighs> and I'm just like, you know, there's there's magic in it. And I don't give a fuck. Animation is not for children. It's not just for children. Especially someone who also watches anime, like a lot of anime. Um, it, it, being, drawing, drawing and animation, it's not, it's not like little kid thing. Not every, you know, and I guess that is a stereotype that some people who don't fucking know about like the anime life or things like that or just, you know, Adult, adult animation just assume that you know anything animates for children and it's just it's so not like it's so fucking not like not in the slightest like like avenue q for example that is not for children it is puppets yes but it's dirty fucking puppets and i mean i'm so sad that i never even got to see that like puppet movie with um melissa mccartney like and like whatever that was i never even got to see it and maybe i should look at the library and see if it's there because by the way if you don't fucking know and i'm pretty sure i've said it before somewhere along the lines of my all my sexy podcasts um you can rent movies and things from the library for free from your local library support your fucking local library i think you know i'm jazzed up because i'm just telling you guys like support the arts support your local library go and see a fucking show go support fucking people support artists support this you know i'm like yeah that's cool i mean granted nobody supports my artwork besides my podcast and nobody's bought a print off my fucking website and makes me sad and i want to die i'm just like oh my god i'm a shit artist i just want to die and like you know typical artist thought i'm just not gonna be like popular until i die 
and everybody hates me but I feel like that is most artist struggles except with the people I went to like college with and their fucking success with their fucking artwork and I'm not saying I'm not proud of them and like congrats for fucking them but at the same time like I hate it you know and I'm being real with you guys because I do kind of hate it and I'm just like wow you guys are like like people are actually buying your shit that's so fucking awesome you're going somewhere with your fucking art and like people are buying your shit and you're doing things and i'm like i'm not doing anything with it and it makes me want to die because i'm like nobody nobody's bought a fucking six dollar print off my fucking website and i've got some pretty nice photo like photos i do and i've even got like like a risque one that helped had my friend help me shoot like and he did a great job and i'm just like wow i literally have like nature to like sexy like one sexy like restrained shit like literally restrained and fucking like hogtied i'm fucking hogtied i'm literally fucking hogtied nobody's bought that fucking print do you know how sad that is it's so fucking sad i like that print i worked hard on that fucking set i worked hard on that fucking set and sometimes i feel like my artwork is not fucking getting anywhere and i just want to slip my wrist and die like no lie no fucking lie i'm just like ugh. but congrats to all the other people doing shit with their artwork and getting somewhere and somebody buying their fucking artwork and then i just feel like i just i'm like so so glad for you so fucking glad so fucking glad for the successful people it's it's just it's always just i'm like hey some somebody so you guys are getting far i'm like fantastic um but I guess thank, thank you to those who do support my podcast uh, in whatever way you do, and that's by listening. Um, I do I do fucking appreciate it, <laughs> and I'm so sorry, but it angers me sometimes. You know what? I think sometimes I feel really angry, but you know what? Um, I always feel like the artist in Joe's apartment, and if you don't know what the fuck that movie is uh go watch it hello joe's apartment's only a fucking classic um but remember in joe's fucking apartment there's joe and then he meets the the crazy artist in new york and like he literally had these paint cans of like red set up and then he was like got it spilled on him and then he's like laying dead and he's just seeing how long he has to play dead for until somebody like notices him and like um you know says something and tries to help him and then joe's like oh my god, oh my god, he's like, are you okay? He's like, of course not, I'm an artist. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm like, "Ah, do you guys think I'm okay? I'm like, fuck no, I'm 50 shades of fucked up and crazy. I'm like, I'm fucking insane. You see this podcast? It's fucking insane. It it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. Also, Sagittarian thing, like, I am all over the fucking place. Literally, all over the fucking place. We literally went from, like, Little Mermaid to, like, to like Aladdin, to Beauty and the Beast, to Broadway, to Avenue Q, to like Fright Night. Like, what in the actual fuck is wrong with me? A lot. Don't fucking answer that. But I mean, if you do answer that, thank you for calling in. I do appreciate it, and I will post them. I I love Collins, and it makes me feel a little bit more um. A little bit happier not gonna lie and you know maybe like if you do call in i won't slip my wrist i'm not saying that i'm gonna like actually but you know like metaphorically i'm gonna slip my wrist <laughs> in the <laughs> i'm an artist i i'm literally like never okay like there's there's moments of like i'm fine and i was fine like 
for about 18 years and then she's like going downhill after like 21 20 honestly it's just been insane i'm just like wanted to die ever since um but it's just it's fucking wacky whack attack um i guess i should wrap this up because i'm starting to what do people call it not rumble um ramble i'm starting to ramble off tangents uh and yeah i need to go wash my hair before i go to the movies um but yeah anyways (laughs) uh main points main ending points support artists maybe support my work and look at my website uh which is listed in my instagram thing if you go to mermaid doesn't rain you can find my wix website and maybe buy a print for me so i can want something like this like somebody buy a print please you can get it as a pillowcase as an acrylic one it's like a lot of stuff i just want somebody to buy a fucking print for me so i don't feel so shitty about myself and then I can, you know, not feel shitty about how many live action movies they've just pushed out of the same shit. And it's just, you know, irritating. And like I said, I'm a Disney snob, but not a pumpkin spice latte white girl Disney snob. So, you know, you, you catch my drift. And by the way, if we're going to talk about live actions, let me one more thing. Because I just never fucking shut up. Um, if you're going to see any of the Disney live actions... um. Go back, flip back a couple, like, officially almost two decades. I guess two decades now. And go see the fucking, the best version of Cinderella, which is the one with Brandy, okay? And Whitney Houston. And why do I love that movie so much? Because, hello, um, it's literally a cast of color. And I know I've said before here and there that I'm not fucking white, and I need you guys to understand that and why, like, I would really love that that Cinderella is um a cast of color because i'm not fucking white so just letting you guys know because a lot of people think i'm white and i'm like i'm like my dad's like mexican mexican so no i'm not fucking white um not saying there's anything with being white but you know like check your privilege you know shit like that and um as people of color and obviously this is why um hamilton was so popular we don't get enough reference representation representation in the arts and film industry really in general so that's why i'm saying once again cast the color cast the fucking color if you're gonna watch any of the live cinderellas um the one with brandy and whitney houston yeah cast a fucking color and like everything in that fucking film was just like done beautifully the costumes the songs the dance numbers it was just it's a fucking classic and I had to search for years to find it on DVD, and I have it on DVD. I watch it a lot, honestly. I I love it. I love it so much. And um, if you haven't fucking seen that version once again, go the fuck and watch it, please. And then you can see why I'm so in love with that movie and that version specifically. But not saying I don't like original Cinderella, the animated Cinderella, but for live actions... The Brandy Cinderella wins, hands down. No questions asked. Cast a color too. So, you know, yes. Anyways, I'm off. Bye.